0: Welcome to Coaching and Cocktails, the podcast. I'm ready. Thank God you're ready because <laughs> I'm recording. That's Brandy. This is Tina. And this is Coaching and Cocktails. The podcast. The podcast. Hey, okay, that's doing thing. Yes. And we are on our last evening of our business trip, right. which was not in Florida this year, right. in case no. I haven't said that enough already. Um, we're in Virginia Beach. Mm-hmm. We've, We've done a shit ton of work. We both look like
1: death. We <laughs> have showered, which is an accomplishment. Um, Shower, yeah. There was a lot more showering. We showered so every it's day, normal. But we actually had a fun night last night where we went through all sorts of old pictures. Oh, oh my
0: goodness! Yes, the old pictures, and we're will will probably produce a slideshow that that yeah. may or may not be publicized, right? Because it's
1: I don't know. It's weird. It's, to it's look kind of it. a lot. It's weird to look at old pictures.
0: You know what? I I would say one of my big takeaways looking at these old pictures, because it was 20, it was 2002, right? So it was nearly 20 years ago, you know, and as we get older and as we are sort of like, I mean, we also spent some time like, uh, you know, man, this body that's aging and it doesn't really look the way, you know, I used to and, you know, what I wanted it to look like. And yeah. I, I, there were, I went back and looked at some of the pictures and I was like, well, I damn sure wasn't perfect back then, right? I didn't I have was like, muscle on my body. And I still <laughs> had a little soft belly and I mean, I had less
1: muscle on me back then than I, I do now. I, I did not have a single muscle. I don't know how i was standing up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think your boobs have too often. a floating
1: situation. <laughs> you were floating
0: because your boobs were floaties. Um... But yeah, in all seriousness, it was—I mean, it was kind of fun, interesting yeah. to go back down memory lane. I think the main thing is that we gave no fucks. No. There were no fucks whatsoever no. given with the number of pictures we took in Miami in 2002. So we had a great vacation. Like, it was one the, of the most epic vacations. It was a Stella her groove back vacation, Legit. minus any sex with any. Right. right.
1: There's none of that. There was none. We didn't meet any men, but it was. But mobile. we spent a lot of time doing our own private photo shoots in public. <laughs> we did. That in retrospect. <laughs> with real well, I would laugh at people if I saw that. Right. I mean, it's
0: what people do with selfies back then. Yeah. We had, we had these real cameras. We were, we were kind of outdoors. Dork. Like every day we had a different photo It was shoot. ridiculous. It was truly there
1: ridiculous. There was no photographer. It was
0: us. It was just us. <laughs> it was Ooh, I think we now have to post pictures. I think that's going so, to happen. But that was fun. It was so anyway, fun. here we are. So here Congrats. we are. In our last night, we've done a lot of work. We have a lot of exciting things coming up for this year
1: on the podcast. Yeah, and our membership, our team page. Yeah, let's talk about that real We quick. Have put a ton of work into that. So that is officially going to be launched launch February 1st, but we have just spent the last two days just putting together massive amounts of super cool material Doing a lot of we're going to have four deep dive topics every month in the membership mm-hmm. page: a training and or nutrition deep dive, mm-hmm. a mind body deep dive, a show deep dive, mm-hmm. and then we have the book club. Yeah, and we have our monthly challenge. Mm-hmm. Monthly challenge. just we're going to follow yeah. up with each person. But as we we're putting together the deep dive material today, I'm like, Man, I'm this excited. is some good good stuff. So it's going to be super educational for everybody in there. If you're not in there, get in there yeah
0: I you know that some of the mind body stuff is really exciting um, what was the thing I was actually most excited about now I forget I'm really excited about the book club because it's going to make me read some books that I don't mm-hmm. I haven't read before um, but yeah so if you're not already a member um, definitely check it out it's not it's you know super awesome support group and there's gonna be lots of discussion and lots of private videos um, lots of um, uh, podcasts in things that we're not going to post publicly. So again, if you're in the podcast, you understand like Patreon pages. So it's a little bit similar to that. Only you're going to get a ton more
1: information. And we will later be doing some pro series and doing some discussions where the video portions of the materials will only be available in the membership, the team page, right? Which is actually very affordable, but you can get to our website to get to the team page website yep. is centerstageathleticscoaching.com.
0: And there's a tab on there that says team membership and all the information yep. is provided. Um, if you have questions on it, obviously you can, you know, you can hit us up on social media. Um, but yeah, so we're we're pretty yep. excited about the content for that. Um, but today kind of excited we we did something a little new and it was sort of impromptu. Um, and uh we're actually have we talked about the special series we're go- we're going to do? Have we told anybody about the special
1: series we're doing? I have no on idea. On the podcast? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Should we tell them? So, we're talking about the one with, with your client. Did so, we talk about it on the podcast? So, we yet? we previewed it, but we okay. are later this year going right. to be releasing a series. Um, we're calling it a docu series or reality podcast series where Live, you will get to follow a client through their progress to include all of their live check-ins. Um, so we're in the process of producing that right now. Mm-hmm. We did the first couple episodes while we were here, and it's super cool, and I'm very excited.
0: Yeah, it. I'm I'm really excited too. Um, but on that same vein, so we had a check-in, um, sort of an offshoot check-in with a client today, a client of mine, um, and it it was kind of really in depth and I asked her, I said, do you mind if I record this? Because I think um, it could be something that would be really useful for other people to hear. Um, And I, and I guess the theme kind of, we would say is,
1: you know, it's like, how much do you tell your coach, right? Like really what can a coach help you with? Or right. Or things that you should tell your coach that perhaps hasn't crossed your mind. Um, So it was a really cool opportunity to hear that.
0: Yeah. Um, so yeah, this is, um, I got a sort of a desperate email from a client today who was in pre prep for some fall shows. She's competed before she's a pro athlete. So again, this is a pro athlete. This is a woman who's Mm -hmm. been an athlete like for a long time. Mm -hmm. She's been a very successful one. Um has a little bit of PTSD so from some prior preps. In fact, she's not gonna mind if I say her name. We did an empowerment series right. with her, so she's actually so it's a uh, Chris Boos Um and so you may if you've listened, so I would actually encourage you if you haven't listened to her empowerment series yet, go back and listen. You'll understand a little bit of the of the PTSD and then come back to this and listen to this. Basically check-in. a live check in. Yeah. It's a live check. All right, meet us back here. All right, here we go. All right. So, uh, anyway, just um, I you know I read your email, but sort of tell me in your words where your head is at and why. I just think my head is not in it. Um,
2: I don't know if it's because it's so far away that it just feels like a long time to be thinking about it. I mean, I think it's always got to be at the back of my head, right? Like this is that's the long term goal. I'm working towards it. I think it just get in my head so much about it and it like takes my joy you know what I mean um and I think you know I told you my word for this year was prioritize and usually it takes like till March for my word to start making progress in my life but the more I think about it I'm like I don't know if this is what if this is a priority anymore you know I don't know if dieting is really what I want to do at the end of the day. Like, I just don't know if I want to do that to myself. Um, and I miss the cardio aspect of CrossFit, you know, I miss like that. Like I like being fit. Like if I want to go run five miles just cause it's nice out, like I don't, I want to be able to do that. If that makes sense, you know? Um, so I mean, that's, I think where I am with all of that. And it's been, like early December or November, I was like in it, I was ready. My head was in the right place. I was like weighing everything. December happened and that's December. You know, it's not necessarily that, but it's been a little bit hard for me to like get the the engine revving again, you know, and feel like this is something I want to do, you know? And then the money thing is, is a big part of it as well. Um, you know, we've been doing this, he's been doing this since like August at this point. So I don't, see it changing anytime soon he's been putting his resume out for the last like three or four months um and nothing he's not even getting callbacks you know um so I don't know I feel guilty I guess taking our money for something like like this you know that's
0: where my head's at (laughs) so um the money so the low-hanging fruit the money thing you haven't spent a dime yet. Not yet. No. So, I mean, I definitely, well, I certainly, I 100% validate like everything that you're saying, like, you know, there's, there's nothing about what you're saying that that's crazy. Right. It's all, I think it's all valid thought process. It's all, you know, you're clearly thinking through these things. Um, but I would say, you know, and I get the prioritization, you know, being the keyword for the year, we have a new, I, I came up with a new um, acronym because I was reading the Michael Phelps book and it's when what's important now, which hmm. really is like, you know, like prioritization, right. But it's like, okay, you know, in the concept of like his sport, it's like, okay, I have to do this thing. And I have all these other things like scattered in my brain, but I have to focus on the one thing that's like really important now, right? Like, I, like, what's the thing that I need to focus on right in this moment to get me to my goal or you know whatever the concept is but I think it's like similar stuff. Um, but I would say from the financial perspective low hanging fruit you haven't spent any money except what you're already spending on me unless you're going to quit me and then that's another <laughs> Um but I don't think you are so I think you're you know you're thinking forward and I get that right so so what I would say from a financial standpoint don't make a the financial decision about competing we'll get to the other stuff Okay. And so that part makes a difference. Right. Yeah. If we're four months out, three months, you know, where we haven't like completely rocked the whole boat and you're like, he still doesn't have a job. We can't do it. Okay, fine. Right. Or we find a way to make it happen. Right. If it's what you want to do. But I don't know that I would make the decision financially now. Well, but I do get you being nervous about that because I know that's always, you know, always something that scares you. <laughs> um, and the fact that the world is falling apart right now and has been for like the past 365 days, <laughs> you know, I, you know, I, I know that you're like really worried about your stepdad and I know that the things going on in the world weigh heavily on you in general. right so like you're super burned out with all that i mean you feel all of that like really strongly and i'm very much like you i feel it too which is why i pay no attention to it because i (laughs) I have to block it from my life because otherwise i'd be in the fucking fetal position in the corner somewhere because it's too heavy for me yeah um but but that too like it's because all that's really heavy it could be weighing on you as far as like i just don't i can't do another thing Right yeah. Like, can I do another thing when all of this other stuff feels so heavy, but do you want to make, you know, uh, uh, a decision like that because of what's going on in the world when that's not really the thing that's impacting you. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And then the biggest thing, you know, I don't know if you remember when we first talked about you competing, right. And I know your concern is always, I'm going to get weird. I'm going to get, mm-hmm. you know, manic, I'm going to get crazy. And I told you I was going to challenge you if you came to me that I'm starting to get crazy. Right? Because, yeah. and this is really just something for you. I am not trying to convince you to do it one way or the other. Would I love to put you on stage because that's going to make me look good? Absolutely. But that's not what this is about, right? Like I would never put you on stage if I actually felt like you were jeopardi- jeopardizing yourself in any way or if you were uncomfortable. But I also start to wonder if you're not, if you have, I want you to consider, are you using, I'm getting crazy as a crutch because there's something scaring you about doing it? Like, has that become a safe place to go when things feel a little hard or you're, I don't think so. I mean,
2: I would say in the past, I just don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm capable of thinking about it this much for that long. You know what I mean? Like I can diet for 16 weeks like that. I can do it's like a short in the big picture a short amount of time, but I just feel, and I know I'm not like, it's not strict right now, but, um, but yeah, I, I don't know. It just, it definitely does mess with my head for sure. Um, there's definitely a lot of other things going on but I'm just taking a step back and wondering like, is this really what I, is this really what I want? Like I'm missing CrossFit. I'm missing that aspect of like actually being good at a sport, you know what I mean? Rather than just looking good, if that makes sense. What if you could do both?
0: I don't know. I tried (laughs) doing one or the other. You can totally do CrossFit and get in prep for a competition at the same time. What if you could do both? I, I mean, could. again, just throwing options out there, right? Like it's not black or white, right? We don't have to, and we're not even dieting yet, right? Like, and it's, I think in many ways, it's okay to be like, oh, so far away, right? Like we don't, we don't have to be thinking about it right now. We don't even have to say right at this moment that you're going to do the shows, right? You could, you know, it was so easy for you to, to, to lose weight when we were not trying to lose weight. Right. right? I mean, we did that mini cut, right? And I think it worked really well for you. And you had some weeks where you actually dieted and some weeks where you didn't. And it was like, you know, at some point we'd do a check in. i be like, "Uh, Chris, like you dropped 10 pounds and never really actually dieted, right? Like, it, was like, it was like, we never really actually did anything. Um, you know, so because sometimes you were on and sometimes you weren't, sometimes you loosely tracked and sometimes you didn't, but you, you know what I mean? Like, that's an option, right? Like to a point, right? Like, you know, in, we don't have to make it, it doesn't have to be the way it's always been. Yeah. You know, there, there are options, but I'm, you know, again, I'm not trying to convince you. Otherwise I just want to give you things to think about because I don't want you to regret it. Um, you know, so really think about how would you feel, you know, pulling out because the fact that you do keep coming back to like, I really want, I just always wanted to do your, I've just always wanted to do your, and it doesn't have to be this year. Right? right. But you know, you do keep coming back with that, even though you also come back with like, I'm never going to compete again. Right. So, <laughs> And that's okay. You know, I, I was telling the brand day we went for a walk. I was like, look, as much as I say, hell no, fuck no, I'm never getting on stage again. You know, if anybody asked me, I'd say the same thing. There's always this thought in the back of my mind that like, I just, I just want to prove to myself that I could do it one more time. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to prove for me, it'd be like, I want to prove that I could do it. And that, you know, the lupus doesn't define me and, you know, fuck the shit and everything else. But then reality kicks in. I'm like, that's just dumb, Tina. Shut up. You don't like to be hungry. So why would you? <laughs> um, but, you know, so I get it, but I, you know, just having worked with you all this time, you know, it has been kind of a back and forth. So I don't want you to, you know, I don't want you to regret making this the decision either especially if you're making it under duress because this is just like a really stressful time period. Yeah. That's, that's it. I'm, I just want to give you things. That all, all I'm trying to do is give you things to talk about because you do not have to make the decision today, tomorrow, or even next month. We have time. Yeah. You know, you're like 10 pounds from stage weight.
2: Well, and that's the other thing. The shit is not coming off. Like,
0: cause we're not okay. trying to make it come off yet. Is <laughs> that the real reason
2: we're yeah. having this conversation? I'm like three pounds, I know that three pounds is whatever, but I'm like three pounds up from where I was like at the beginning of December. And it's like not budging and it's annoying. And then I told you about the cake, right? Yeah. Oh my God. Well, and I log it in and it's like a thousand fucking calories. It was like 1067. I'm like telling my husband this morning, I was like, there's supposed to be 16 pieces of cake in there. (laughs) He was like, What? yeah it's like 16 16 pieces of cake I had um according to this thing like a thousand calories worth of cake last night and just this little piece you know but anyway um that's that's neither here nor there that's just me being dumb but it did get me you know it did definitely like because I've also had like three nights in a row where I've gotten up in the middle of the night and I've done that shit again and uh you know the last few times it had happened I was like fine. I just put myself back to bed. And for whatever reason, this
0: last time I just didn't, you know? And so, so again, so here's what I'm going to, here's what I'm going to add, because there are no rules to competition prep. Right. And, and, and that's really with anybody, but it's definitely with you because we've proven that we can sort of do all kinds of fuckery and it still works. Right. So I think the number one thing is getting you out of your head. Yeah. And if it didn't matter if you got up in the middle of the night and made a peanut butter jelly sandwich, right, because we're still able to make progress, then who cares, right? Right? Okay. I mean, like, if that doesn't matter, right, if we yeah. if we were to just kind of cruise along and take the stress out of it and just be like, let's see what happens. I mean, yeah. it doesn't have to be hard and it doesn't have to be black or white because we know you if if we take the stress out of it it actually works really well for you yeah
2: i think that that's the main thing is you know and i know i know i'm hard on myself i just don't know how else to be if that makes sense but that's the thing that keeps kind of running through my head it's like i'm i just get so stressed about it and then it makes things worse and i have a feeling that's probably why the scale isn't budging too now that we're not trying, but you know, it's, um, it's like get pregnant
0: like, and all you do is stress about getting pregnant. You can't get pregnant. And then as soon as you like pregnant. have a drunken weekend where you don't care, then you're like, <laughs> oh, <damn it.
2: laughs> how'd that happen? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, I think if I take that approach, you know, just to take that pressure off and kind of see where things go, that might, that then I can say that I can't say that I, I'm not doing it for sure yeah but if, if I'm like I, I just feel so guilty you know I just feel so guilty if I don't if I go over the numbers or you know if I'm not doing it perfectly and I, I don't I don't know and I think that's what happened with Joe you know it just was like all about fitting everything into that that box and I don't know like I was telling my girlfriend she's a therapist I'm like I don't know if I've like I know PTSD is like a very dramatic way to put it, but it is, it's just like this, it's like a trigger, something triggers inside of me. And then it's just like that obsessive thinking loop, you
0: know? And I think, and that's where, that's where I feel like, like I want to challenge both of us to do it differently. Right. Like I almost want to say like, fuck the norm. Let's just do whatever we want to do and see what happens to put your amazing physique on stage. Right. And, and if it works, it works. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. Right. And no harm, no foul. You're, you're leaner and you'll look hot this summer.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't take that. I mean, <laughs> it's good photo go shoot. Right. I mean, but you know, like I said, you, you're not that far off from stage weight. We're talking 10, 15 pounds tops. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's not a lot. Um, you know, there's no reason in the world you can't do all the things you love because that was effective for you. Your body is already there, right? Like, I mean, once we lean you out and with posing, like, there's, there's really nothing we have to worry about physique-wise, right? Like, you don't okay. have to build your glutes more. I mean, everybody's got shit they could do better, right? Like, yeah, you could do all your CrossFit stuff and then still do some extra, you know, hip thrusts, and that would be perfectly fine, right? Like, I mean, there's there's nothing really super extra we have to do there. Yeah. You know, You can go back to, I know just counting calories worked super well for you, right? It was just like, Hey, stay in this calorie range that works really well. You like doing cardio and stuff like that. So we can keep calories high and give you more cardio, go for a run. You know, we can, you know, we can kind of modulate things that way and just take the pressure off. And, and almost see like, can we make competition prep fun? Like, does it have to be nuts? Like, That's a good way. Okay, I can, get can down we just with that. like throw stuff at the board and see what happens? <laughs> yes, that sounds like a good
2: idea, actually,
0: right? and then and then you still have your flexibility. If you end up eating a thousand calories a cake, what do you fucking do? We just get back on whatever tomorrow, right? I mean, you know, I, and I would never say this to a client that I felt like it would it would damage, but you know what, if you eat a thousand calories a cake, go run an extra mile tomorrow <laughs> get, right? if not. It's, I'm not saying that because you got to punish yourself. It's just like, okay, I ate some extra calories, then go burn off the calories. Right. I mean, you know, if that's what we need to do without it being a, a punishment thing. Right. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. Those are just my thoughts. I mean, this is, this is totally, totally up to you. And we're so far out that you don't even have to make a decision now. We could just fart around and see what happens. Okay. I, I think the number one thing is just taking the pressure off of you. Cause we know it works if you're not feeling any pressure.
2: Yeah. Isn't that weird? I already feel lighter, honestly. Like, yeah. I do feel like a weight's been lifted. I don't know why I, I do this to myself. I really don't. But I, I feel like a crazy person. Like, I told my husband, I'm like, I know how I sound. I know how I sound. <laughs> I how I sound. Yeah. And unless you have been down that road, I don't think he, nobody will ever understand. But that's why I
0: reached out to you this morning because I just could not get out of my head about it. Well, and I'm glad you did. And I mean, I like I said, I, I totally validate what you're feeling. I mean, I don't think PTSD isn't necessarily the wrong term. It's you know, it's it's understandable because it has driven you to some really dark places before, right? I mean, so yeah, I mean, it is PTSD, but it doesn't have to. It doesn't have to be that way, right? Like we don't have to go down that road. We could make yeah. our own road, right? It doesn't have to be you hit all your macros on it. Like, you know, the rule is I don't fucking care if you hit your macros, right? It's just like <laughs> kind of fall in this calorie range and see what happens. Okay. Right. Does that, does it at least feel like it takes the pressure off for you? Cause it's, yeah. really, you know, and it takes a lot of pressure off. Absolutely. I know that worked really well. I mean, every time we've just done like a calorie range, you're like, this is cool. I'm fine. You know, if you eat the peanut butter and jelly in the middle of the night, we just log it and move on. Right. It's just, you know, we'll see what happens.
2: I think I can, I can do that. That sounds like a good plan.
0: It really does. Okay. And then we'll see what happens. Like I said, you haven't spent any money on a show yet. We have tons of time. We'll just do this. We'll slow roll it. We'll throw things at the wall, see what works and what doesn't. We'll probably have good weeks and you know, fuck off Mm -hmm. weeks, but we have (laughs) to do that. Okay. You know, and, and then, you know, really like pull a trigger, make a decision. Like if, you know, if, if we get to a place where like, okay, well, you know, we kind of got to shudder it off the pot here. What are we going to do and how do we want to do it? And then we can, we can make that decision there. Cause you wanted to lean out anyway. Right. So, yeah. you know, let's just slow roll that with competing possibly on the, you know, back burner and see what happens. Okay. okay. Yeah. I can do that. If that works. And then, you uh, know, we'll see what happens for you financially. We'll see, you know, how things go with the rest of the year. And then as things get closer, then we can make, you know, a heavier decision okay. that makes more sense yeah that right? makes a lot of sense so you just want to lean out for summer you just want to look out for summer that's all we're working on right now
2: okay
0: i can I do worked That worked really well for you last year i mean we got you down what, like 122
2: 123
0: yeah yeah so, i liked and i liked being at that that weight that was fun that was a good size for me yeah you know i mean we get you down around you know even if we get a little closer and get down to like 120 yeah you know and you didn't have to work all that hard to get there you know then we can really see, okay, what are we working with? What do we have like another five pounds to lose maybe and see what happens? Yeah. You know? Okay. That sounds great. Let's do that. Let's yes, do that. You know, because it's like, you know, when you said, you know, I can do the 16 week hard thing, you know, if we, could, if we just slow roll you down to like one twenty, we could do a hard cut for six weeks and then throw your ass on stage and you'll be fine know what I mean like if we get it down to a shorter period of time and then we just beat the shit out of you for a couple weeks and it won't <laughs> feel so good you know just be like okay this was hard for six weeks fine right and then then it won't feel so bad yeah but we'll yeah we'll play it by ear and see what happens okay that works for me how's that feel feels much better
2: okay. a lot better yeah Do um have to is, the ad brandy? No. does brandy have anything to no. add <laughs> <laughs> Ah. all right so how long are you guys down there for
0: just today i'm gonna to stop the recording
1: okay welcome back so cool conversation mm-hmm. um hopefully i would imagine a lot of people listen to that and are like well that has nothing to really do with training and nutrition this is somebody having a, a moment here so, a ptsd nervous breakdown right right right, right. and you know what as she was talking i had to wonder how many people have coaches or our clients, even of ours that are having a moment and it's never crossed their mind to talk about it.
0: Right. And you know, this started with an email. So she sent Mm -hmm. me a very, today was not her check-in day, but she sent me an email and it was very long and she had a lot of thoughts and there were a lot of concerns. She's got a lot weighing on her mind right now for a lot of reasons, as a lot of people do, right? There's lots of stressors going on. Um, and you know i said hey this is going to be better with a you know just a video chat because it was just too much to unpack in an email so we we hopped online um and she let us record it but um first so like i said if you haven't listened to her empowerment series uh podcast i would suggest you go back and listen to chris's story um cuz she gives a little bit of history of her competition right. her life in general and, and her her competition uh prep history which explains why she's sort of equated it to PTSD, right? Um, and sort of, you know, she's she's gone back and forth about whether or not she ever wants to compete again. We've worked together for a long time now, so we're probably working on year and a half, two year, two years actually. Um, so I know her very well. I know her idiosyncrasies, right? So yeah. this is the benefit of working with a client for so long. Um, and she's always back and forth about, she's scared. I mean, you know, rightfully so about prepping again, because she doesn't want to get nuts, right? She just, you know, she's had bad preps before. Um, so, you know, my, my only thing to her when she decided she wanted to compete this year was, you know, if you start getting crazy, right, because we've, started to get crazy before and we always back off or feeling crazy, right? We all that. That's she, she, she coins it when I start to get weird, right? She right. said, I'm starting to get weird. So when she sends me her safe word, I'm starting to get weird. Right. Um, I told her this time, I said, well, I'm going to challenge you a little bit right. on it. So if you come to me and tell me you're getting weird, I'm going to challenge you a little bit. You know, and I told her, I told her when we we're talking, I'm I actually, as a, look, I think she makes a beautiful competitor. And as a coach, do I selfishly want her on stage because she, I think she'll be amazing. Absolutely. But ultimately I need to do what's best for anybody right. to do what's best for my clients. So my only goal in that conversation, Brandy, was
1: to give her things to think about. Yeah. And options. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, I mostly just listened and it was really interesting to have a bird's eye view because a lot of what she could, what she was saying, I could understand. And you have to wonder how much of it is a fear of doing it or how much of, if, of it is a fear of walking away. Right. And sometimes it's very hard to say my last race was my last race. Or the last jump I did on that horse, that was my last jump, right? Especially when you didn't know that right. was your last time, because that's right. what happened to me when I finished competing. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and kind of what she's going through is what I went through with endurance running. I didn't, my last race, I didn't plan it to be my last race, but when I set out for the next season, I sounded a lot like her. Yeah. And it was, I know I can do this, I know I should do this, but it sounds fucking terrible, and I feel like an asshole because it sounds terrible. Because I used to be such a badass. Da, 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 da. But right now, prepping for this race sounds like the worst idea of my life. And I can't tell you why other than I just don't want to. And Brandy, I can tell you that's exactly, I mean, you, literally the exact thing
0: that happened to Eric and I both. Mm-hmm. When we both competed in 2012. Right. We And we were starting to compete for two, in 2000. No, that's wrong. We competed in 2000. No, competed in 2012, started to get ready to compete 2013. And we got a couple months into it and we were like, I just don't want it. What in the fuck are we doing? Yeah. This is miserable. Do you want to do it? he looked at I was like, Do you want to do it? He's like, Do you want to do it? And we're like, Fucking no, we don't have anything to prove. Right. And we literally sat in our kitchen, was like, it was the easiest decision we ever made. Right. You're like, nope, done. Bye. Right.
1: And so I had no idea that was my last time on stage. Right. And, you know, and it's, it's really hard to make a decision to walk away from something. It's just as hard to make a decision to stick with something. And we talked about this yesterday that, you know, we all come up with these, these grand ideas of what we're going to do. That's not the important thought. The important thought is the next thought. So it's like, you know what, I'm going to, whatever you name it, I'm going to run a marathon. Mm -hmm. If your next thought is like, man, this is going to be cool. Let's do it. Your money. If your next thought is like, Oh my god, doing those long runs are going to fucking suck. I'm a twit I don't
0: want to run. Right. I don't want to Oh god, the only time I have to run is in the morning.
1: Right. Oh, you mean I have to drink water? And how much like oh. how many runs can I cut out and I just say like, mm-hmm. this is going to suck. Yeah, what then am you're I going to Right. So it's not the thought of the activity, it's the next thought that matters. Right. Um, you know, so I ha- you listen to her and you feel for it, but then to your point There's also the job of a coach to push a little bit and be like, okay, are you just walking away because it's easy or do you need the extra push to stick with it? Right. And that can be a very, very fine line. Mm -hmm. A very fine line to walk.
0: And I'm sure it probably, if, you know, she may have agreed to some of those things because I was pushing a little bit and I know that she'll be honest with me enough that if we get a couple more months down the road, she's like, no, like, like we tried these things now
1: really don't want to, I'm not going to keep pushing her. I'm not going to try to convince her to do it. Right. Because I mean, she's experienced enough to know. And I mean, she's got to decide inside, you know, come fall, what she's going to regret. Is she going to regret having done it or regret having not done it? And, you know, I worked with a sports psychologist one time when I was in kind of a very difficult place and thinking, Starting to toy with the idea for the first time in my life of changing what I was doing writing wise and stopping jumping. And to me, you know, that's what I did. I wrote Hunters for 35 years. That's who I was. That's who I was. But I was starting to have these kind of feelings and read it and da da da. So I remember that. I remember
0: when you were trying to, when you were making the decision to switch or not, you were so hung up on it. Because it
1: just, like, it seemed unreal to me and it Mm -hmm. seemed like, why are you such a chicken? This is what, you know, you're such a failure. And I worked with a sports psychologist and the first thing she asked me was, so if I told you today, you can never jump again, how would you feel? I'm like, great. And she's like, um, okay, well, I've never had anybody be so clear with their answer. Like, you know, like, you know, mm-hmm. that you don't want to do this anymore. Right. And it was really like, oh, I didn't realize that I was supposed to like hand ring on it. She's like, I said, what do most people say? She said, most people are like, oh, I'd be really sad. I'm just not really to give it up. I was like, oh no, no. I'm." <laughs> She's like you're ready to you're ready yeah, that to that miserable that you're ready
0: to just not do it again ever.
1: And so that would I mean that would really be like my question to Chris, which I could have possibly asked her was just, you know, if if you pulled the plug today, what's that feel like? Well, she'll listen to this, so mm-hmm.
0: so that that's a question yeah. that's you know something we didn't ask when we were talking, right. but you know when you're going back and listening, like ask yourself that question. If I told you you can never compete again, if you got how turned it off feel? today,
1: what how does that how does that honestly feel? Yeah. Not like, how does that feel to tell somebody that? How does that feel in your heart? Right. And that's probably your answer. hmm Nine yeah. times out of ten. Yeah, whether
0: we do all the, you know, all the things that we talked about in, in there or not. And, and I will say, you know, because I've helped, when Brandy and I decided to talk about this, I was like, well, I have to caveat that like that kind of coaching is not something I would do with every client. Right. <laughs> um, you know, I don't want anybody listening to think, oh, well, shit, I'm going to work well, with I want to do that plan. I'm going to fucking do that plan because <laughs> she'll let me do anything I want. That sounds like a fucking amazing idea. And I'm going to get on stage looking like Chris. Yeah. No, you're not. No, no. And again, so it's caveat, you know, Chris is an experienced athlete. I've worked with her for two with years. With a phenomenal physique. Yes we're we're literally 10 15 tops away from her stage weight um when she puts her mind to it it's not hard and we we've proven in doing mini cuts and things that we can pro- we can make her drop weight easily without doing a lot of work so so you know could i force her to stick to macros and do a specific amount of cardio and a specific number of reps of hip thrust and this that and the other thing i absolutely could but that doesn't work for her. And so, and and again, a lot of the clients I work with are newbies. This is not how you work Mm -hmm. with a newbie. Chris right. has done this for a hundred years. So, and I, and I know her well, so I know her body and I know what will work. So, so I, that's why I said, we'll spitball. Let's see what happens, yeah. right? Let's see if we can break the mold a little bit and do things differently. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. No harm, no foul. We haven't lost anything. Right. Right. So, you know, you know, we'll, and we have plenty of time. She's not planning to compete until uh, the very earliest show, I think was um, September. Football, yeah. yeah. So, you know, we have time right, to play around a little bit. Um and see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, and so this too is where I think, you know, it's important to have a coach, one, you know, if if it's somebody you've worked with for a period of time that helps. But two, a coach that does ask these kind of questions that you and and to our point earlier, I think, in the in the introduction of this is like how much do you tell your coach? Right. Everything. 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 Because she could have gone on being miserable and she has done this with coaches before. And then she beats herself up, and she's miserable, and that's why she has PTSD, right? Or then she ends up lying to the coach and lying right. to herself, and and so it's better that she's just honest, and we're honest with each yeah. other, and then and so it's trust. There's a huge amount of trust right. in this particular relationship. Um. So that's the kind of that's the kind of thing yeah. that you need to have with your coach because it is a it's a symbiotic relationship, right? Like yeah. this does not. It's not a. Um, uh, dictatorship.
1: Right. Right. Like we have to work together on this. We have to find yep. what will work. I mean, yeah, everything matters. You know, people ask that question. How much you tell your coach? Everything. Ab- I mean, absolutely everything. Things you think are completely irrelevant matter. It all matters. Right. So thanks for listening. Okay. Yeah. So
0: that was, um, so, you know, give you guys an idea of kind of like, what a a virtual check-in might sound like um, in a situation like that. And hopefully you guys got something out of it and let's wish Chris luck. We'll see what happens. Um, We'll see if she ends up on stage or not. And again, the team membership page, go to centerstageathleticscoaching.com. Check out the team membership. We're going to be doing a lot more stuff like this. We do a lot of group coaching type topics and all of these things on the, um, on the page. So we hope
1: you guys will join us and until uh, next time, don't get weird. Use your head. It'll all be okay. Bye.